Brett Smiley, Democrat for Mayor of Providence, is in studio. This is your second visit with us. Thanks for coming in, Brett. Happy to be here. Happy to be in person. Yeah, you, that's true. We Zoomed last time. But, that's and, right. But since then, you've officially announced. That's why we're having you in. And we'll have your competitors as well uh, as we move toward the, the, the primary. Let's get right to it. Uh, yesterday, the mayor, Mayor Alorza, the police chief, and the commissioner held a, a news conference on ATVs, basically saying, don't come to Providence, otherwise you're going to be sorry. Uh, do you need... Do you need to add your voice to that? Is there something that you could do a little differently to maybe make sure this happens, this crackdown happens? So first of all, I'm glad that they've sent that message. I think that message has needed to be sent for some time. Mm -hmm. We know that a lot of these writers aren't from Providence. They come to Providence because there's a reputation or a perception that they can get away with it in Providence. So that message needs to be delivered loud and clear. Good for them. Uh, a year ago, I had a press conference on this topic where at that time, and I still think it's worth exploring, I know your last guest was Colonel Manny, I think the state police should be employed to help us with this problem problem if necessary. Mm -hmm. Many of these writers come from out of state. Uh, having someone with cross-jurisdictional authority to pursue them is good. They have additional tools. They're trained in vehicular crimes. But we need to do everything possible. This is a serious issue. It's a, it degrades the quality of life. Right. It's bad for business. People feel unsafe. Uh, and I'm glad they've sent that message loud and clear. Under this particular administration, it's been a little prickly idea to bring the state police. We talked about it. never really happened. Let me run the mayor's news conference yesterday. We'll play a bite, and then you can respond to that, and we'll talk about other things. Once deploying this sort of different strategy, direct patrol, they were significantly less the end of last summer into the fall, so we know that it worked, and that's why we're trying to get ahead of it in the spring. There's no proposals right now that are being considered. I'm not aware of any state property that they're considering for the use of ATV riders. Okay, two things there. The chief, who you're a fan of, uh, says we've had a strategy developed late last year. We're going we're gonna to roll that out this year. It's going to be effective. And then Commissioner Perry saying there's no room to give these people uh, legal places to ride. It's just not going to happen. Go ahead, right. your take on that? Yeah, so first, uh, you know, I, it took community outrage last year for the administration to, to take action on this. There, there was regular community com concerns that I heard myself and others had press conferences and spoke out. So, um, so I'm glad they have come around mm -hmm. on that. Um, secondly, I think it's, there is a very small minority of, of these people who have an interest in actually writing off-road in a safe environment. I think for the majority of these people, they're riding to get social media likes, to be Instagram stars, to, to generally mm -hmm. behave recklessly in the city. I think that's the appeal for them. So I don't think finding an off-road track is actually a real solution. The chief and the commissioner serve at the mayor's pleasure. Now, I know you're, you, uh, you speak highly of, of Colonel Clements. I assume you'd keep him on if he wants to stay. And what about Commissioner Perry? You know, he holds those two hats. He's also the fire. Uh, he's the public safety right. and the fire, de facto fire chief. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been clear throughout, and I will maintain this, that I'm not making any specific personnel commitments one way or another as a candidate. I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to those serving, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think I can possibly know what my options are if I'm fortunate enough to be the next mayor. And by the way, we don't know if they want to stay. They Correct. May, they may want to depart uh, in a clean, the broom sweeps clean. We'll see if they, if what happens uh, with them. Crime is up in your city. It's up in certain areas. And the people are getting a little dissatisfied. Let's talk about that, then just go to the, the shape of the city. Right. It doesn't look good. Right. So with respect to crime, uh, violent crime is up. 
shootings are up. The proliferation of illegal guns is a major problem and, and people feel unsafe, not just the residents, but we rely on and, and are proud of the fact that people from throughout Rhode Island, throughout the region, like to come to Providence for water fire, for PPAC, to go to dinner on Federal Hill. And the reputation that it's an unsafe city right now is really problematic. And so uh, this has been central to my candidacy about, about restoring a sense of safety, giving the police the tools and staffing and support that they need to keep us safe while also uh, trying to get at some of the root causes of these, mm -hmm. which is particularly around investments for young people, additional summer jobs, job training, better educational opportunities, internships, so that there's a pathway that young people see that is not the streets, while at the same time leaning into our reputation and expertise in community policing and supporting the police to do their job. You have at least one competitor near to La Fortune, Councilwoman up on the east side. She is defund the police. She voted against the police budget. Uh, do you want to speak to that? Yeah, the, the other candidates can defend their own records. Uh, I've been outspoken on the fact that, one, I trust the police leadership to inform me as mayor of what the appropriate level of staffing is. Uh, and most recently, that was 450. I supported the class. I advocate for the next class. I've been outspoken that I do not think defunding the police is the right solution. Mm -hmm. I don't think most people do, by the way. Um, and, and so uh, everyone else can defend their own records on their own. This reimagined the police, which Gonzalo Cuervo has spoken to. He's another one of your competitors. Would you nail this down? Because some people say that's con that means the same as defund the police. Reimagine the police, in your view? I don't know what that means, and again, other people can defend their own words. I've been quite clear about what I mean, which is we are a nationally accredited agency in community policing, one of the only departments in the region that has that accreditation. And so I want to make sure that we have the staffing and tools necessary to, main, to build on our expertise in community policing. That means enough staff so that we can restore officers walking mm -hmm. the beat, riding their bicycles, attending community meetings, which they already do, but they need to do more of. I mean, I was actually in a community meeting a year ago about violent crime, a community conversation about violent crime. Mm -hmm. There were three members of the police department there that had to stand up in the middle of the meeting. They made apologies and said they, sorry they couldn't stay because they had to go respond to a shooting, uh, which is, only speaks right. to the fact that they need adequate levels of staffing in order to both maintain and build relationships with the community, but also respond to crime. Now, you know, in fairness to Mayor Alorza, he did come out a while ago and said, well, you know, if we have a fender bender, two cars have an accident in the intersection, I don't have to send a cop. Maybe I could send an alternative to that. Right. Is that something you would say is smart? Absolutely. So there's a there's a, a 911 diversion uh, pilot program going on right now, so that not every 911 call gets an officer with a gun to mm -hmm. to respond. But that is not for the purposes of shrinking the police force, but by freeing up officers to then go focus on violent crime and on getting illegal guns off the street. All right. Let's talk about quality of life. Fill the potholes, collect the garbage, clean the streets. Boy, this came up this week on the east side. People say by a bridge up there, they don't think it's been cleaned in two years. Let's play this. This is in your not but not necessarily your ward, but your area. Who would want to move to a neighborhood that looks like this? It's a hundreds of needles, watch your step because you don't want to step on them. God forbid a little kid walks through and slips and falls or even an animal. If someone's animal steps on this, they're going to be tweaking out. Everywhere you look, you either see needles and needle caps. They're everywhere. I can't take it no more. I'm ready to sell my house and go. Happens to be near La Fortune's ward. What would you say? Yeah, I know exactly where that is. There's also a, a very popular uh, playing field right near there where there's a Spanish softball league that plays regularly. I mean, mm -hmm. this is, our city is, is heavily used. And so that level of, of 
of disrepair and, and, and disservice is, is a problem. And it's throughout the city. It's not just in Ward 3. Um, it's central to my candidacy to get back to basics. There's lots of issues that the state and federal government should be dealing with. I think that we have, as a city, gotten distracted by some of these kind of okay. shiny objects. And it has come at the expense of the core responsibility of the city, keeping it clean, patching the potholes, properly removing the snow. This is the th what we pay taxes for and the thing that only city government can do. Would you put the brakes on any talk of reparations? That's Mayor Allure's uh, program. Would you say, freeze this, I got to fill the potholes first? So there's a there's a community process that's going on for that right now. Obviously, the, the big question is, where, where does it go from now? I do respect and appreciate the work that's been done to uh, with experts, outside experts, to talk about the city's history mm -hmm. in the slave trade and our own racial injustices of the past. But there'll be big questions about where do we go from here. Got about a minute and a half. Let's just run through a couple of things. Would you get rid of the parking meters on Federal Hill? Sometimes uh, people say it's a downer for customers. Uh, I, I would not, but what, what I would do is I would return the money that is paid into those meters to the local merchant association so that they can use it to improve the district. Would you, would you ref uh, refinance the pension obligation? There's an election, a non-bonding referendum coming up to let the city do, the, do just that. Do you approve of that? So I think the pension obligation bond is a tool. It's not a solution. Uh, as mayor, I'd like to have that tool in the toolbox, but it should be part of an actual reform plan. All right. And uh, why should I vote for you over your over your the people running against you? Why are you any better than Gonzalo Cuerva? Why are you better than Nirva? There are some people might like Nirva. By the way, all of the candidates are good people and running for the right reasons, but we've got some very serious challenges facing us as a city, and we need a leader who's not learning on the job. After serving as the city's first chief operating officer, the governor's chief of staff, the state's director of administration, I'm the only candidate who's managed budgets and people at this size. I'm the only candidate who's ever negotiated a labor contract. I'm the only candidate who's already managed city operations. I am ready to lead on day one, and that's what the city needs right now. Just 30 seconds left. You engineered the deal that put Alorza in. Was that a mistake? Because you're laying him out on many different areas now. I don't regret uh, the last campaign. I thought the city... Uh, risked taking a huge step backwards mm -hmm. uh, by returning to the past, uh, and that's uh, why I made that decision. But this is about the future now, and I think after eight years right. of excellent experience, I'm ready to lead uh, next year. Thanks for coming in. Brett Smiley, Democrat for Mayor of Providence. We will have the others in as well.